With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for Seminole Headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headliner questions coming your way in just a moment. Seminole Headlines brought to you as always this hour, every hour, all the time. The support from Birch Orthodontics greatly appreciated. Just saw Dr. Birch. Yesterday morning, bright and early, 8 a.m. The 8 a.m. appointment's the way to go, buddy. Nice. Did Clark still have – is he still He's, in braces, or is this just a you and Dr. Birch talking Florida State football? <laughs> Over coffee yeah. before the day gets started? Uh, no, I saw Tom Block there, too, by the way, and uh, the consummate professional I chit-chatted a little bit about uh, our kids' teeth in Ireland. He wanted to know oh, all about there Ireland. There you go. Good times. And uh, we surmised that we'd be seeing a lot more of each other now that football is starting up. So that was a fun conversation. But, no, no, this was an actual appointment to check on the braces. Remember, Clark's my child that once had alien teeth, yeah. as I called them. And uh, he's embraced it. It took over over time. It took time for him to get used to the abuse, the verbal right. abuse. But now he loves being called alien face. Um, and <laughs> oh, it's moved on to his whole face now. It's no, not just no, he's, he's a good-looking right. kid. But uh, they had to get these teeth that were up here way up in the cheeks. Under his eyes. Yeah, and pull yeah. them down. And it's unbelievable. The space has been created. They're coming in nearly perfect, Dr. Birch said. Miracle worker. It is amazing what has happened there. And so she had high praise for his continued growth and work and everything he does to sustain it and everything they do, we certainly celebrate as well. So, And that continues the uh, trend. She's yeah. an orthodontist to the stars, really. That Tallahassee stars with Tom mm-hmm. Block coming in there. A lot of other prominent people. I'm yeah. not going to say I'm not. We don't divulge it all. We don't yeah, blow it up their spot. Patient yeah. uh, doctor privileges. I'm not going to share it all. No. But there's, it's where you want to be, people. Without if question. you want to be seen and be seen, even if you don't, it's have like a, Spago yeah, in Beverly just, Hills. Just go it really there. Is. It's like a restaurant some, in Beverly Hills. Some of those celebrities just go and order a drink so they can be seen at Spago. Right, right, they're not yeah. even eating that night. Yeah. They're just there. So even if your kid's got good teeth naturally, yeah. you're well, one of those people. Get a glass of water. Talk to Doctor. Just bring them in. Far as we said last week, if they do have good teeth, yeah, hit them with a baseball it's, it's, bat and their teeth get all screwed up, and then they have to go get their uh, their teeth fixed. It's an option. BirchOrthodox.com is a website, <laughs> and uh, set up the uh, free consultations, payment plans. They do the best work in the business. B-U-R-C-H, Orthodox.com. Hunter writes, what if the move is for ESPN to let us go independent? Hear me out. They don't want us to go to Fox and the Big Ten, and the SEC doesn't want more teams right now. So instead of restructuring payments for an entire ACC, they just say, Pay us near SEC money and own our rights. You all are the best. Thanks, Hunter. I would say you, again. who would you play? That no, would be Notre nation. Dame. Would, Notre Dame. Might you'd play Notre Dame in the in the military schools. So you'd have to you'd have to tackle undefeated the, baby. Time to rack up some wins. 
throw in a, a Rice matchup and some of these other schools yeah. that would be honored to have you come I mean, to their Florida. place? You get to play Florida every year, I, I would That's assume. True. That's about That's it, true. though. That's the issue with independence now is you have nowhere to play. Yeah, you'd have to strike up a deal. Maybe ESPN could force certain other teams to play you mm-hmm. as part of this uh, whole arrangement. There's your answer, Hunter. Corey's right. Uh, Brandon writes, what are your final pre-camp predictions for the starting offensive line against LSU? These are pre-camp predictions where we all cited that being an area of intense competition. We were yeah, asked to round do so. Table. Yeah, we were asked to do so at the roundtable. You know, this is a hard thing to guess. It's uh, impossible almost. I mean, yeah. yeah, I Ira, I know I know you okay, let's do some guesswork here. You've got Maurice Smith starting at center, yes? I do. You? Yes. Okay, me too. So we're all in agreement there. Center, Maurice Smith. All right, I just pulled up the roster. I gotta make sure I get this organized. Uh okay, so here's where it gets interesting. Every other position. Uh <laughs> right guard. Ira, I'm gonna guess you're picking Dimitri Emmanuel. You know me, man. I, I you're with, especially easy, you're game easy. one. I'm yeah. going with Meech. Game one. Okay. So there, you're might, going... there might be competition there, but I'm gonna go with Meech. And, and others LSU. will play, right. but he's going Dimitri Emmanuel. You? I I guess. I guess. I'm not confident in it though. Okay. So I'm if not... you pick somebody else, you would be taking who? Byers or you'd be taking Keandre Jones, or you'd I, be taking who? Casey, Casey Roddick. Roddick. I think I would take Bryson Estes. I think I'd take Byers. Okay. All right. So that even though he's never played guard, correct. He's, he's got a guard body. He can move. My opinion, and he, can he can really can get move, out and move. And he's not might crazy. Not, it's not a crazy. He pick might or, not win the tackle right. job. All right. All right. All right. So you got that there. Uh, okay. Let's go right tackle. Now this is also gets contentious because I've got Bless Harris probably starting at one of the tackles, and and you guys are going to take Robert Scott at left tackle. So then I'm going to tell you that I think Bless Harris starts at right tackle. Is Ira on the screen? I've lost my. What's happening to Ira? Is he lost his? We, I've lost my connection. The camera. What's Something going on? Something went wrong. That's fine. Everybody's but you're, everybody can hear you. Somehow Ira has gone missing here. Did I click a button? Did Matthew click a button? It's fine. Matthew's going to come in there and figure out what the if hell. You're, hell real, you're frozen on my screen. If that matters at all, which it doesn't. We're still talking to the everybody masses. Everybody can hear I us. Hope, I everybody hope can, can hear us. us. We're everybody good. in the chat, you can hear us. We're alive and well. Okay. So in my uh, really, all we need is Corey. That's all anybody wants good to point. see. If well, that's all Corey wants you to see. Exactly right. Let me just. Yeah, I'm. I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ride with Bless Harris at right tackle. Yeah. Okay. So you're in agreement with me. We got Bless Harris, and I got Jeremiah Byers at right tackle. Uh, That's not a terrible pick. Correct. I've got him at both. Both. I've got him at both. I'm. I'm hedging. (laughs) Now, if we're talking about competition at that spot, um, you would say that if we have Bless Harris, Byers might be the competition there. If if you you would say Harris is the competition there if you have buyers there yeah and then we got to get to the left side left guard Casey Roddick I'm going Casey Roddick okay I feel like Casey I think we're on the same page with Casey Roddick there yes yeah <laughs> yep uh, Jer- no what Jeremiah Byers <laughs> <laughs> there was a back in the day the Atlanta Journal Constitution did a thing one time I guess Bobby Kremens made some joke about. Or some comment about Matt Harpering. Mm. And, like, if you had 11 Matt Harperings. Yeah. And the AJC did, like, their Sunday sports cover. And it was just a team of 11 Matt Harperings or mm. 12 Matt yeah. Harperings. So that's what you You're just want. You're going to have an offensive line of Jer- oh. four Jeremiah Byers and a Maurice Smith. <laughs> that's all you need. And then finally, left tackle, you're going to have back. Robert Scott. Uh, all of us probably will. I yeah. can give you an alternate offensive line, which would be Jeremiah Byers at right tackle, Bless Harris at left right. tackle, yep. Robert Scott at one of the guards, and then we start filling it in from there with Marie Smith probably at and center. And Roddick right. at center. You maybe. could I mean, if he could it, ever learn to snap. Yeah, and then I thought the most one of the, maybe the most interesting thing at the ACC kickoff, which 
I didn't think was garbage. Mm. Some other people did. Right, right. Uh, I thought the most interesting thing at <laughs> ACC kickoff was Mike Norvell towards the end of his time talking about the offensive line and how, listen, you know, we may not just play five guys. Right, and that it, was cool. It may be because of matchup. It may be because of – got to keep people happy? You know, game plan. It might be because of keeping people happy. <laughs> uh, Jeff, but, you played tight end in, in yeah, high school. Yeah, briefly, um, yeah. So uh, I, I was thinking about this. I talked about this on uh, Wake Up Orchard at Wildly Popular. Could you see a That's, scenario you where – just stole my thing. He did, yeah. But no, well, they're both wildly popular. Just, what do you, you want to say? You straight up stole it's my thing. It's fine. It's incredibly – You tried How to sneak it in. Incredibly popular. Okay, go Incredibly yeah. astounding. Pretty popular. popular. Pretty popular. Um, would you – like, in the third – in the second drive of the second quarter, would you rather have 100% fresh Darius Washington at left guard than a 69, 74% fresh <laughs> Jeremiah Byers. Like, I know that never happens really on happen. offensive lines, but it happens for defensive linemen. Yeah, so you but, could but the rotate in. the continuity and the way you work together it's the, Yeah, with the it's five the communication, the, yeah, right? it is. And that's why you don't see a ton of rotation. Now, it's possible. But if they're and huffing and puffing in the September. Wrong, right. Also, situational football matters, man. Yeah. Some of these guys in short yardage situations are better options then when you know you're in the middle of the field and you it's run pass and you're playing tempo, let's say. I mean, I, I there are yeah, some guys that are specialty players. Here. And if Roddick gets the snapping down, we'll see. But if you go up against a team that's got a massive three technique and you want to maybe him at center, then right. you've got somebody else at yes, guard. Yes, I mean, there's yes. just there's a Match-ups lot of options. Matter. Yeah. Matchups really It's crazy really. that he has eight guys like this. And we haven't even mentioned Keandre Jones, who started two right. years I, in the I SEC. mentioned him. I well, right, say, but yeah. not as a potential starter, really. And he right. started two years in the SEC. And you know what's weird about Keandre Jones? I want, to, I want to bring this up. I, I could not figure why he gained weight. I thought that was odd, Ira, that he gained weight. When we did the whole thing about – and the reason I'm saying this to Ira is because we were all together when the – or at least the same the day when the media out. guide came out with the weights, there weren't a lot of surprises. There weren't too many things where you're like, oh, my goodness. But that was one where I remember saying, well, good God, I thought he needed to drop 10 pounds, not right. gain 10 pounds. But that, I don't know if that tells you anything. Well, but there were a few that were like that that I would like to, you know, ask, would have liked to ask Norvell about. But we, yeah, we just didn't have a chance at kickoff because there's so many people asking so many questions. And he, you know, he expounds upon what he wants to talk about. So, All right. Uh, Kyle writes, hello, gentlemen. Will this be uh, the Seminole Headlines episode with the biggest Seminole Headlines curse if FSU announces they're leaving the conference? Uh, today? Yeah, well, they're not going to announce it today. Well, there'd be Although, no news bigger than that. There, there would there, be. So, yes, it would be an all-timer. Um, aren't you speaking with Peter Collins tonight on WarChan TV? We are, yeah. We're doing a, like a little live Q&A. It's something that we set up basically two or three weeks ago. Tell um, people who don't know. Who Peter Collins so Peter is. Collins is FSU's Board of Trustees Chair. He's yep. been in that position now for almost two years. Chairman of the Board. Chairman mm. of the Board. He's uh, been in that position almost two years. He'll be – he just re-upped for another two years. And that's kind of what I set up the premise for the interview was to talk about, you know, what they accomplished in his first two years running the Board of Trustees, what they want to do in athletics. And, and again, if you're not paying close attention, he's very involved in what they're doing athletically. He, he works hand-in-hand -hand with Michael Alford. A lot of the investments they've made in football over the last year or two – enhancing support staff and other things that they've done and so uh but then also you know he knows we're going to be asking him questions about the future in the yeah, acc he's and, a big and, big deal well and, 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 I, and, and I, correct me if i'm wrong i don't want to get it wrong you're the one doing the interview with him tonight it's an interactive right so are the people who are subscribers yeah. and, and listeners of Warchant uh, tv and, and and the jeff cameron show and the wildly popular wake up Warchant right. show and any of these incredibly, other things that we do incredibly these, these endeavors that we have they can they can write Ask in questions, questions right? Yeah. So it's now, so I'm just going to say to Peter Collins, who I think listens to this show, uh, Peter, good to talk to you. Uh, 
you're only going to get one question, Peter. Now, I will ask you several interesting questions. The fans of this program yeah. are going to only ask you about Florida State's future in the ACC or maybe the lack thereof. Just know that. I'm sure he does. I'm just putting it on record that I understand what the questions are going to be from the audience. I would like I think- one audience member, I'm challenging one audience member to get a question through asking him who his favorite member of Warchan is. I think he's <laughs> yeah. If you if you go in the chat and you want to ask yeah. a question, ask that. That's he's going to say one. Ira. It's the right answer. He's, he's going to be sitting well because he'll be talking. Be, Ira. Yeah. Well, how, then on, we man. said present company excluded. Yeah, you can't. Oh, you gotta. Okay. You gotta. Corey, you gotta think about these things. That's uh, my fault. But yeah, no. He he's well aware that people are going to want to know. And and it, from talking to him, he said he's going to he'll share his opinions and his thoughts on what he can talk about without getting into anything that trouble, creates yeah. issues for Florida State. I mean, his number one objective. And he was very clear about this. I had a story with uh, where I quoted him a few months ago where he said, look, my concern is not the ACC. My yeah. concern is Florida State. Correct. And so he's not all about making friends. He's not all about you know making sure everybody's happy. He wants what's best for Florida State. So he's not going to say anything that might jeopardize anything with the future of Florida State. But I think when you watch – you know, if you watch the interview tonight, and we're not billing, we're not billing it as like. No, I wanted to get. The, you know, I wanted to be, make sure this yeah. we clarified the the parameters, but right. also, I mean, I knew you booked this interview two two three weeks ago, right. but I he has to know things have changed since you guys agreed to do he's, this interview. He's, he's yeah. well aware of that. <laughs> and and so there's that really nobody, nobody, literally, probably more dialed in to what trying to make the future of Florida State a safe landing spot than than him. I think that the one refrain that I've heard, whether it be from Alfred or Peter Collins or anybody that you would consider higher up in the, well, in the in the university or in the athletic department, and I think it's the safest one and the correct one and, and the truest one, which is that our job is to secure the brightest and best future for Florida State athletics, no matter what happens. Now, obviously, the president of the university, you have other concerns about academics and everything else, but if we're just talking athletically, Florida State is in, as Peter Collins and Michael Alford discussed on YouTube for everybody to see in a meeting, is that Florida State is not in the best possible position, and it will be untenable in the very near future, and everybody knows that. So it's not like it's a big deal for him to come on the show tonight or any other time and say, oh, we're exploring every possible avenue. Because they have to. It's their job. They should be doing that, or else, uh, you know, that's a dereliction of duty. I just like hearing you say duty. Yeah. Yeah, I had a dereliction of duty last night. Uh, I can't even say a phrase. I can't. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, okay. So, Kyle, I don't think they're going to announce they're leaving the conference tonight. Gentlemen, it's been a very interesting hearing. So many, It's been very interesting hearing so many non-FSU college football reporters and YouTube hosts comment on how ridiculous it is that FSU fans think they're going to leave the ACC. Uh Court Jared says that uh, those are very opinionated people with very little insight. You know, it's interesting to me, I will tell you, that there's no chance if you cover college football professionally, you do this for a living, college football as a whole, there's no chance you believe Florida State long-term is in the ACC, period. You just don't at this point. Even, and that's what I would say, is one of the things that's been interesting to see the changing tenor from some of the people that have been around the ACC for a long time, or like you said, some of the national reporters, who a few months ago or six months ago were saying, you know, it's going to be 2036. They're locked into this grant of rights. And now it's basically much more along the lines of, man, the ACC, the future's bleak, and it's just basically a matter of when. I mean, I, don't, I didn't hear anybody, even people that have been around the conference for a long time, speaking confidently about the future of the ACC. You think so, Texas and Oklahoma was like the final straw? 
Like as far as FSU, yeah. the people that if matter. If not, the stake was driven through the heart when USC and UCLA yeah. left yeah. the back. Like that, those well, right on top of each yeah. other. We're well, like, what are we doing? And the interesting thing about that one is, and I think, and this is one of the things I was going to bring up to, I'm going to bring up to Peter Collins tonight, is like it's hard to, it's going to even be even hard for them, the people, the participants in all this, to know what's real and what's not real because Jim Phillips, as commissioner of the ACC, built an alliance yeah. with Kevin Warren at the Big Ten. <laughs> And the guy at the Pac-12, where they're yeah. going to stick together. Oh, yeah, we were going to make shirts. And then as soon as they walk out of the room, the Big Ten goes and grabs two the top two teams from the the, uh, the oh, Pac-12. Yeah. yeah. So so how do you even know who to trust? You know, again, like Florida State and Clemson have had a long alliance, but do they really trust each other? Right. Do, right. You know, right. you know what I'm saying. So like that part of it's got to be difficult too, because you don't know what's going on. Everybody's out for themselves. The hard part is that Jim Phillips had overwhelming evidence that there were people who were not going to, I guess, uh, have some sort of empathy for the ACC's plight. And he was reliant on it. He was hoping that they had, uh, you know, the, the, the better angels of their nature would show yeah. through because they cared about college football more. Come on, man. And the other problem is, and again, Jim is screwed. He has no leg to stand on, and he knows it, so he has to tout an eight-point holistic plan and celebrate nine all those national championships, national championships and and useless ass sports. So or non-revenue sports. Sorry, they're not useless. Uh, my my apologies. Non-revenue sports. I meant to say I meant to say non-revenue. Official, you're growing up, man. The official, yeah, the official is non-revenue. <laughs> yeah, it's not useless not ass. Useless. <laughs> That's the the you know people. My apologies. That yeah, just slipped wheel. out there. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what he has to do, and it's heartbreaking to watch a broken man slumped, stutter effing his way through the speech as he's trying to fix his glasses, and we're all sitting there going, oh, no, this, is wor- this isn't any better. You've got to pretend at least. Like, fake it till you make it, my man. We cannot be out here talking about lacrosse again. Baghdad Jim over we there. Baghdad Jim at the podium. Like, this is unbelievable. Seminole headlines. I know, hey. Non-revenue sports, I apologize. <laughs> Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell Headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. All right, let's keep it rolling, Gil Wrights. I would love to see on the first offensive play of the LSU game, five wide with Wilson, Coleman, Portier, Williamson, and Hakeem. Hmm. 
All right, Gil. Let's get after it. Not a question, but an observation. Hey, fellas, thanks for the hours of entertainment. I want to see Trey Benson on the field, but I like I like the idea there. I want to see LSU have the ball and it be a sack. Hmm. Uh, by Gilbert Edmond or Patrick Payton? Gilbert Edmond. Okay. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, hey, fellas, thanks for the hours of entertainment. My question, if you could choose your own nickname, what would it be? Corey chose hardcore. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Years ago. Yep. And it, Sweet Pea. He goes back and forth. Well, I, I, call, I, I call him Sweet Pea, yeah. and, I, and it's been fun ever he, since. He, he, but he, hardcore he, just resonates for a he, variety of he, reasons. He, he likes Sweet Pea. He doesn't want to admit it, but it is, <laughs> it's also more apropos. Uh, if you could choose nicknames for your co-hosts, what would they be? And Scott writes, hashtag pistols and pies, squirrel attacks, hashtag Black Jerry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of hashtags over the years. Uh, a lot of hashtags. Uh, well, I, I already did it for Corey. It's Sweet Pea. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Silver Fox, right? Silver Fox for you. Yeah. A lot of you guys just call me badass. The, the great, no. the great one is the that badass what you is here in five. No, badass if he calls us sweet. Pea. If I get no, see, Silver Fox is a is a, not a pejorative either. I don't sweet think it's a pejorative. Pea. Why do you take it as a pejorative? I think sweet pea a little is insecure. not. No, no man would want to be nicknamed. No, sweet what if you were? What if you? Whitaker. What if that was because his first name yeah. started with P? But also, <laughs> man, he was a master of the sweet science. But he, his name, Sweet C. I'll take Sweet C. Okay, sweet C. Sweet C can be misconstrued. I like sweet P better. Sweet C can be misconstrued. I'm going to go with sweet P. You know, look, man, I'm getting old. I may not remember things exactly right, but I'm 99% positive that Jeff Bowden told me that Fred Rouse left him a voicemail that started with, Coach, you know, JB, this is Freddie P. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But Fred Rouse's middle name is not. No, there's no P. P. But he just okay. liked the Freddie P. He just liked it. He just okay. spun it off that way. There's something nice about the that P. P. You get a Sweet P, P yeah, baby. It's a good letter. We're going with it. I don't. We're not. We're too old to be we'll come up nicknames with one on Jeff. each other. It's all right. It's, you know, just go with the standard camster or whatever you want. Uh, Travis writes, far-fetched idea. Why doesn't FSU – Useless try- ass. There you go. That's I a good like nickname for you. Useless ass. <laughs> Jeff is here. Why doesn't FSU try to get seven other schools in the ACC to ditch? They are. They're yeah, trying very hard, yeah, Travis. That's the whole – I think that's what they're trying to do right now with all this uh, – Been trying to do for the last mm-hmm. several months. If there's now nowhere else to go immediately, couldn't those eight form a new league, like what the Mountain West did with the WAC to the WAC? Yeah, that, that actually has been – you know, look, if if you're Florida State, as we've kind of tried to cover over these last six segments, everything is on the table yeah, other than staying in the ACC. Everything. So it's like I, I envision – what I envision, Michael Alford and, and Peter Collins and, and the crew, or maybe just them too, when they go in, it's like, how about this? What if we do this? What if we break up the whole thing and we all go our own ways? What if we start our own thing? What if all of us go to this conference? Yeah. What if we – what 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 will you guys be – or how about you giving us some more money and we'll stay? Yeah. yeah. But, like, the one thing that cannot happen is Florida State just sit and stew in this conference and make half of what the University of Florida is making. There it is. Walter writes, hello, gents. With the changes to the timing this year to speed up the game, are coaches more likely to go on offense first and effort – in an effort to maximize possessions. I don't think so. I don't think it'll make that big a difference. Yeah, because I guess I guess the well, – yeah, I don't know, because the other team gets the ball to start the second half, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it would – theoretically, you get one extra possession if you get the ball first to start the game. Yeah. I think it evens out, right? I think so. I don't think it will change their I philosophy think they should go one quicker. way or the other. I think they should – I think Florida State should – I mean, I know they if won't be able to get the If you have the hosses, plays. you should always go quicker. Yeah, so I think they should snap the ball quicker. Uh, Ari, you got to – yeah, no, I this. just I have been wondering whether or not Norvell will consider the idea of getting the ball first, just because this offense is so good, especially if he's playing against a team that's got a very good offense. 
um, just to kind of set the tone a little bit, as opposed to letting them take the ball and score. Um, not think, that that would well, yeah, necessarily happen. Come on, man. What is, what, that's not nice to have. Just them saying, for. the one side of the ball is going to be stronger than the other, and we all think it's going to be the offense. You win the coin toss against LSU, you're doing what? You're kicking. Well, I think they'll kick, but what do yeah. you think you would do? It's crossed my mind, man. You I, take I'm, it and I'm, go down and score, light that mind. ass up, and set the tone. Uh, yeah. Kind of fun, but would you? Uh, I think it changes the fourth down decisions maybe a little bit more. If you're if you're going to get it one less possession right. a game, they're yeah. going to be so. So does having a more kicker that can make a kick. If oh, you're at the fifty and it's fourth and four, you might not punt it. Tell us how this is not this guy again. Uh, tell us how the SEC balked when we joined a bigger conference, and if history will repeat itself. What now? That's what he wrote. Uh, tell he's us, like, uh, he's like, uh, Ron Burgundy. Tell he's us, just going to read yeah. what's in front of him. That's what he wrote. Tell us how the SEC balked when we joined a bigger conference and if history will repeat itself. Is this, uh, when we joined the big 10, is that what he's going to say? I don't know. Or is he saying when they joined the ACC, ACC? Is, is, is supposed was, to go in the, in the SEC? Yeah, I, don't know. Bigger, I don't know exactly what balk means there. Uh, Jeff writes, gents curious, does the word alliance mean something different in the Midwest? <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like commitment to a recruit. Uh, thinking of Big Ten road games, do you have a bucket list venue? The Big House, the Horseshoe, Happy Valley, Camp Randall, Kinnick Stadium. Sign me up for all of the above. The above, that's T-Money Knowles. I think Camp Randall. Yeah, the j- jump around thing. Yeah. You want to be present for that one time? Can I go back to that last question real quick? Because I, the thing, because we touched on that earlier, and I and I just think, like, the, to me, that's what's interesting about this whole thing is, like, who do any of them trust? You know, like, didn't I, the Colorado guy was in a meeting like one day and said everything's fine, yeah. and then like that night he was out. That's usually know? how it works. But like I, Nick Saban telling everybody he's not. I feel like the Texas so, and Oklahoma had just gotten through with their media days and hadn't brought right, it up right, at right, all. Right. And then yeah, the, yeah, and then yeah, the exactly. SEC thing. Was and, you no. can't trust anybody in this big money so, game, baby. Nope. But that's you know that makes it difficult. Is all I'm saying. Like how do you how do you maneuver that? When everybody around you can't trust anybody you're negotiating with. I think what the guy the previous question was that's a good point, Ira, was about like we we have this theory that the SEC will be like, No, no, don't take Florida State if they're about to join another conference. Right, and his point right. is, Well, they didn't do that when you joined the ACC. Well, it's also not nineteen ninety one. Yeah, lots the, of things. Television have has uh, you were talking about literally over the course of a contract, a billion dollar decision. To, to bring Florida State in or to let them go to Fox, maybe. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about over the course of if they're in the Big Ten for the next 30 years. That's a huge amount of money, and they don't want to lose – they wouldn't necessarily want to lose Florida State, and then they get trumped by a better conference. Well, and then the, and the other Big issue, Ten would be a well, better, bigger conference. Well, and then the other issue is now you have all these Big Ten schools recruiting in the state of Florida. That's what I said. You don't want to yeah. let the devil in your backyard. Yeah. That's what you're going to do if you let them take Clemson, Florida State, Miami, mm-hmm. whomever else. Uh, the other thought here is that – this is also short-term. Whatever it is Florida State does, and we hope it's to get to the SEC or the Big Ten, man, there's a there's a school of thought out that, in, the, out there that in 10 years that won't matter either, that it's just going to be yeah, a super be conference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so so who knows? Uh, let's see. Who said less? Oh, this is good. <laughs> We're going to have to go to break on this because I don't think there's really a response. Who said less at the podium last week, Jim Phillips or Mitch McConnell? <laughs> Oh man! Come on this now! Is, I don't like show. what's going on here. You want to go back to Waco? You want to start that talking about Waco was, again? That was good. Oh, I'm proud of you. That was good. FSU plays. Yeah, that was good. Seminole headlines. Ninety-three-three. Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV. Seminole headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. 
It is fun. I didn't answer the question from Garrett. There's one similar from Problem Solver who asks about the home-and-home matchups. That's the fun game to play. It's kind of like the game you play with yourself if you thought about winning the lottery. You know, who would you help? What would you buy? Whatever it might be. Like, yeah, what would be the series? Well, the the home-and-home? Well, it's Ohio State, right? The what? The one if you went to the Big Ten, isn't the home and home that you'd most be excited about? Ohio State. I might be Michigan. Really? I might be Michigan. Yeah, I'd like to see Michigan in the in Doak. Michigan and Doak would be cool. I don't care anything about the stadium in Ann Arbor. It's garbage. It just goes flat out. It's not loud at all. Somebody, uh, a friend of ours, texted me yesterday asking what I thought about. You know, if you if you knew you could get into the Big Ten or the SEC, but you had to give up Florida and Miami every year. So I brought this up on the show that if this moves in a certain direction, there's a possibility one of those rivalries goes away, mm. uh, that they wouldn't be scheduled. I don't want to see that ever. I, I would hate that. There's no chance that I would want to do something like that. I mean, well, but, but you but would for 30 if or 40 million a year. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't want to fold and go to the Mac either, but I'm saying it would, <laughs> it would really, it's a massive cost. It would be it's awful. A massive It'd be cost. awful for this sport, right. and hopefully there will be a steward Somewhere along the way, Corey, we haven't found one yet. Hope for this, buddy? We haven't found a steward yet. You know, he's do things that are in the best interest of college football. Here's the thing: when they do develop that new subdivision, the gated community, It'll or the, the community without gates, right? That Peter Collins, or excuse me, that um, Jim Phillips, Jim Phillips is, yeah. is moving into. Broken as he is, Corey's going to sit next to him. Mm. Yeah, he's going to have the this house the way it next should to be. him. This is the way. This is the the fan is. There's going to be unicorns on every corner. Yeah, awesome. And, and I'm going to show him like a Street and Smiths from 1988. And look at all these in the top ten. There's only one SEC team. There's not seven of them. Somehow hey, college football was able to produce content before the SEC. Corey, you know what you should do. Go out there and find the equivalent of some sort of Ivy League headlines. Mm, because yeah. it's all pure, baby. It is. Yale, yep. Harvard. Princeton, none get it of, on, none man. None of the pesky NIL stuff no, anymore. Let's, Sal- you don't have to worry about salary caps. Right. Coaches making $10 million a year. Har- you could watch. Listen, Penn and yeah. Harvard go at it. I Brown, tell Brown you guys, taking a- yeah. when they had that uh, the scandal with the actresses getting their kids yeah. into, into school, school yeah. on fake resumes, yeah. that, well, that, that, that was cut tough. me to the core. It yeah. cut me to the quick. Wasn't that mainly Even, Stanford, though? Wasn't that out there it in the It was Stanford, place? but they also did Ivy League schools for doing it, too. It was the guy that was the agent for all of it. It's like, man. I always thought to get into an Ivy League school, it was all just meritocracy. Yeah, it never mattered it. who your family was no. or how much money you there had. There was no it's family tradition passing it on grades. or anything like that. No. Tom wants to know, should we ignore all the smoke since the ACC has a holistic eight-point plan? <laughs> yes. It is holistic. <laughs> that was my favorite, though. But of, of the many lines that I chuckled at, that one still remains my favorite. Yeah, we didn't get to talk We didn't get to talk about this with you because you weren't with us. Mm-mm. Where do you rank the three plans? The eight-point plan from the holistic eight-point right. plan. The holistic eight-point plan. Yeah. Willie Tiger's plan to sign a quarterback. Yeah. And Jimbo's plan to give up play calling in five years. Like, which which of those three is those your all-time all favorite plan? plan well, look, if you're asking me, you guys know how big a fan I am of anything that's holistic. So, so it's that. that. I, I just like any anything that's holistic, holistic. Usually a plan. It can be a it could be a restaurant. It could be a way of life. What if Willie had said it was a holistic quarterback signing? Well, plan? then that he would be he'd vault to the top. And don't forget, he brought in Humberg. What was his name? Horny Humberger. <laughs> Humberger. <laughs> it was Hornybrook, but you called him Hornswoggle, Hornswoggle. for a year, for an entire year. <laughs> that's why he struggled. Just for friends at home to know why Jim Phillips called it an eight point holistic plan. Holistic is characterized by the belief that the parts of something are interconnected and Mm. can be explained only by reference to the whole. Yeah. 
So it was a holistic ho, plan. Part, ho. Yeah. yeah. The the eight. <laughs> right. The problem that's what, is that's what Pruitt was saying. Yeah. That was what yeah. Pruitt was ho, saying. Par, ho. Ho, par, but we, the problem we is Ira. None of us seem to. Maybe we didn't care enough. I don't know. Maybe we just weren't doing our job. We didn't ask him for the eight points. No. He no, said no. it was an eight point plan, and we just went, "Oh, okay." You don't need that. What are the eight points, Jim? Yeah. Well, we never really asked they, Willie why his quarterback plan didn't involve signing a quarterback. Yeah. Well, uh, we did wonder. We did say, yes, it's interesting. The plan involves going years without signing one, I see. Uh, hello, boys. Might this be more for the JCS? I know this is not Rattler's headlines, but FAMU should have a good team with a returning starting quarterback and most of last year's team. They should look to avenge last year's loss to a now Dion-less JSU squad, mm. correct? Um, they almost beat them last year, They right? did them. Yeah, 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 it was a yeah, one-point yeah, game, yeah, I yeah. That's, Let's hope. Um, I know this, and I've been here a long time, been on the air a long time, been in this town living a long time, and I can remember certainly throughout the 90s when FAMU and FSU are both good at the same town, mm-hmm. time, man, is this a vibrant place to be. It's the best. The energy in this town is incredible. It crosses over. You get the kind of walking down Tennessee Street. We used to do all of our remotes at AJ's, and the student population just up and down Tennessee Street on the weekends where they both were playing a big game. It was the coolest thing ever, and it lasted. I thought it would never go away because you don't know at the time. Yeah. That all of that would go and away. Both those so, offenses were throw it. Oh, it was, it was fifty so points fun, a game. So fun. Willie and Willie Simmons is an awesome coach. Um, every every day that he's at Florida A&M, I think Florida A&M fans should be thankful because yeah. a lot of bigger schools and schools with more money probably have made overtures, and he's uh, stayed with them. But he's yeah, a great very, coach. Very well. Uh, hypothetically, not a prediction at all. If the final of the FSU LSU game were to resemble that of the FSU Clemson game in twenty thirteen. What's the most likely cause? Okay, so we beat Clemson's ass, everybody, uh, at Clemson in 2013. What's the most likely cause? The Knowles have put together a once-in-a-generation team, or LSU has been overhyped and is in store for a disappointing season? Oh, that's a good question, Jeffrey. I I don't – I would think the, the former. I, I would think it would be Florida State as loaded, like even more than we think. Like I, I think it would be because – Putting 50 on an LSU team – in the first game of the season, even with all this experience, is, that's all. Yeah, I think it would be because Florida State's offense is bordering on unstoppable. Not that it is because LSU is overhyped and in store for a bad season. Right. Yeah, I mean, you could see a scenario where if Florida State gets going early and then Jane Daniels has to throw, right, and they get into a situation where that's the, you know, that, and you that can could be years. Yeah. I think they're deeper and better off on defense than they've been in a while, so obviously dictating terms you could have we create scenarios by which our turnovers at that point yeah absolutely that'd be uh, it'd be nice uh josh writes hypothetical is 2024 and fsu has just won the national title during jt's heisman season for the ages what impact does this have on the conference realignment picture does it give jim phillips the ammunition he needs to get espn to save the acc by renegotiating the grant of rights payout or does it give fsu the financial windfall needed to pay the ransom to leave the conference yeah, I mean the whole thing with paying to get out is you can do anything, right? If you want to le- if you want to mortgage your future, you can do payments and lo- long-term payments. There are ways you could do it, but it's not what you want to do. And so winning and winning a lot of games isn't going to make or having a great season isn't going to make paying 120 million dollars or more any more fun. I mean it's yeah. still going to suck to to pay that kind of money. Um I think most likely it would be uh, again just an extension of what they've been doing for the last 2 years, which is put Florida State in the best possible position to be as attractive as they could possibly be to 
be attractive to wherever they could go next. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think fixing the ACC is is what they want to do. No matter how good they do this season, so I think that's what you're hoping for. And the, the eyeballs and the ratings would remind people. Oh yeah, Florida State is an enormous deal when they're when they're good. Burke writes. Suppose we can move to the Big Ten or the SEC for 2024, and they even pay a large portion of our buyout. But like what happened with Illinois, they insist that we have to remove all Native American imagery. So no oh. more Osceola and Renegade. Would you sacrifice our mascot for a move like that? No. Yeah, I mean it's a hypothetical. You it's know, a good hypothetical. The, it's well, a great hypothetical. I didn't know it's the Big Ten one. did that for made that made them do that with Illinois. No, I mean I think that was part of the NCAA issue. And and, and they are and still the, the Illini. The, the, still... the Seminole tribe came out of Florida, supported Florida State being Seminoles. Yeah. Um. So that wouldn't change if they went to a different conference. So I don't know that, like. Well, yeah, they are. Well, he's saying the, they insist on they it. insist on it, or you can't come. It's a good – I mean, that's a – It's a good hypothetical. Yeah. I have thought over the years that that was an inevitability, frankly. Uh, but I'm not so sure now. And I would also say that there's degrees to this. We don't have enough time. I, I, I think there's a conversation to be had about certain elements of what Florida State does, but not others. So, it would yeah, be a long discussion. Yeah, that would be a tough uh, – tough, That'd tough be a sell. tough ask. Yeah. What uh, would you? The The Tigers – Oh, you wouldn't the, switch it. You'd just be the statesman and have the state of Florida. The Florida state, yeah, yeah, statesman? Yeah, something like that. It would no, just be then the Florida you're definitely statesman. not getting rid of the Seminoles. Well, I'm just saying, you, you, I you're not going to adapt cool. an animal. No, the, you don't. The Bears? Could Jordan Travis? Flying Dutchman? The Flying Dutchman. <laughs> there you go. The Fighting Artichokes? <laughs> uh, Harris wrote, could Jordan Travis microwave a burrito so hot that he himself could not eat it? Ah, uh, well played. Uh, good morning, gentlemen, and Jeff. Oh, nice. Take a shot, D. Hobbs. Uh, what are the biggest pros and cons between joining the SEC or the Big Ten? Thanks for everything you guys do. Well, right now, I mean, obviously, geographically from the SEC makes mm. more sense. I think from culturally, a, everything, everything, all sense. of those things makes more sense. You could make an argument that you know the path to winning a lot of games is easier in the Big Ten. I don't uh, know though. If you're joining USC, and, yeah, but I don't know and, if you're gonna you, if you necessarily would definitely play them. Like if they go, maybe yeah. there's like a this half of the country. You'd play Back better defensive country. lines for sure in the SEC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you'd probably play slower teams. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Team. Like, you know, going back to Jim Phillips pointing out that the ACC has won, I don't know if you heard it four times when he mentioned it. The yeah. ACC's won tw two, or they've won sec the second most national titles in the playoff Since era. Since the playoff era, yeah. 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 Two. Yeah. Yeah. Double the amount of the team that's <laughs> the Big Ten. The Big Ten. Yeah. yeah. It's only won one. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So the Big Ten's not exactly getting it done on the football field, which is, you know, that's a good point. But, you know, the, I feel like it would be a better road. But, yeah, man, I, I just – if I'm Florida State, I want to be in the SEC. That's what Makes I, that's a what lot I of sense. Be. And your stadium sells out every week. Right. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. 
MLB is in full swing, and MyBookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. The wide range of betting options, including money lines, run totals, and futures, MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of the brand new MyBookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's pretty simple. Deposit $200 and play with $300 instantly. Use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now and get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Hey, can I do one more quick little promo real real quick? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Gene sent us a note reminding everybody that On3's got a special promotion going right, right now where you can get a subscription to WarChant and On3 uh, through August 9th. You can get one month for just one buck. Come on now. There's the uh, promo. And then also uh, 20, or 25% off for the year. So it's basically 75 bucks for the year. And uh, you're not going to want to miss this Florida State football season. All the great no, columns from no. Corey. Right. And, and know, we get to watch coverage. every snap of every yep. practice, and we get to tell you who's winning position battles, which, who's looking good. Which there are on meaningful Thursday. ones that yeah. begin Thursday, as yeah. I was yeah. saying. Two days, guys. We made it. So get locked in. Yeah, camp watch is a good thing. Would the ACC be better off facilitating a smooth transition for the teams that want to leave and focusing on strengthening, strengthening their position as a second-class conference? There seems to be a point where resisting will just lead to the demise of the conference altogether. Well, let's hope so, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the North Carolina is the key to the whole thing, though, right? Like that's. Yeah. I think they're gone. They are a desired asset. But they, you would the think Big the Big Ten ACC wants them, the SEC wants them. Sure, but they could make a run as let's just try to be the Big East and be good at basketball again, oh, like great at basketball have fun again. With that. Well, you can't do it without Carolina. No, I'm saying it wouldn't make right. money, but that's where their hearts are anyway. It's where it's always it's where it's always been. This is good. Ben wants or to know. Or maybe they become a lacrosse conference and just strictly focus on lacrosse and get Johns Hopkins. Also, yeah. women's soccer very good in this conference. Oh yeah, and tennis. Yeah. Don't yeah, forget yeah, tennis. Yeah, yeah. Fencing. Uh, kicking acid, fencing. How are we in swimming? Not as good. I yeah, swim better. A couple schools. I, I think SEC kind of dominates yeah, swimming. A couple schools. I think are Virginia's good. Virginia's at good. Yeah. Uh, Florida ben, State is not. No. Got to get better at swimming. It's all relative. Yes. Yeah. Ben writes, over, under. Is that a useless ass sport? Oh, it falls under the category yes. of absolutely useless If our ass. parameters are, it's great to be a swimmer yeah. and to be, and to be yeah, fit and in shape that you're in and shape. compete. It's like diving. But you it's don't cool wanna, that you can do flippity-doos. Who but cares? But you're not bringing yeah, in money great. for the school. No. What useless. By useless over, under on the chance that Alfred ends the BOT meeting with a DX-style suck-it motion <laughs> to Tobacco Road. That would be fantastic. I mean, there's a chance. It it, not a high one, but it's more than zero, right? I like it. I think he should do it. Embrace the villain, Michael. Yeah, I am who. What does the guy say in the the bowler? He's like, I am who. What do you, who do you think you are? Yeah, I am. Yeah, well, yeah. There you go. Who do you think you are? I am. Yeah. Yeah. No, walk up and do it to the screen, but get your pelvis into it, right up on it. Yeah. Make him uncomfortable. Hey Jim. This hey, is Jim. all part of it. Hey Jim. I know you're prepping for your <laughs> and your broken your, your, your uh, deposition. Yeah. But hey, look at this. Oh, actually include that. I know you're prepping for your. <laughs> Deposition because you look the other way to abuse for the yeah. entirety of your time at Northwestern. Well, we don't sit idly <laughs> while this goes on here. Suck it, Jim. There it is. <laughs> what a BOT. That makes Sports Center. I just reenacted a perfect one. That, that makes is good Center. stuff. Uh, good afternoon. With the clock changed this year, a team will be in a deficit of 70 plus offensive plays over a 12 game schedule. Yeah. This could be a whole game of plays lost over a whole season. How much will offensive statistics, passing, rushing, TDs, etc.? Be reduced. 
I mean, by a percentage, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you did the story. I did. Uh, I, like you it, went back and looked at every game last I, year. It, how it would have changed? It wasn't the plays as much as the time that they lost. Like right. the the time lost between the the clock not starting after you run out of bounds or a first down. Like in the Florida game, it was like two two minutes and forty five seconds of extra time yeah, and, that and Florida think, State had that they wouldn't have had. And yeah, the, think, Oklahoma was like five minutes. Yeah, and the number he's throwing out there, the, the questioner was throwing out there, and exact, I think like six to seven plays a game is what they're talking about. Um, yeah, I don't know, but you know, again, you get back to like to the point you were making. Does it change the pace? I mean, we don't, you know, we'll have to see how it plays out. I don't like it. I don't like that we're having. What fear. was weird? What was weird about it was the director of officials. They have a new director of mm, officials, yeah. And he uh, he gave his little speech uh, or talk with the media, and he kept saying like, "We're doing it because it's going to make the game safer." That's that's six less plays where somebody could get hurt on. It's like, okay, well then why play the game? Like if if. What, why is that number better? Right. You know, like, why not take away 20 plays and it's even safer? 35 yeah. plays. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it was a. It's a why take, strange. you could take off the pads and it's, the helmets. It's, it's, it's because they want to get the games in shorter windows, but keep filling with commercials. And, and yeah, that's and they, you're exactly right. And they want to make sure that they, they're not, they have a game scheduled at noon, another yeah. game at 3 30. It's not and about the, player the, safety. The game at noon yeah. goes to 4 It's never about player safety. Right. It's all, they, it's all about modulate. player safety, but they want to play 16 games in two years. <laughs> right. there's, these teams are going to play <laughs> four <laughs> extra games than they used to. Uh, Hello, fellas. I'm all. This is Brian. I'm all for getting out of the ACC, but if they ruin my Ireland trip, just like you got screwed, Jeff, out of your Boise Ooh, trip, no. I may want to stay hey, no. an extra year. What say you? Yay, sausage, and get your nasty teeth fixed, by uh, Doctor Birch. <laughs> well said. <laughs> it's a good point about yeah. that. Now they. I mean, they wouldn't be out. They'd still play that. Well, game. you know, maybe the Ira, ACC would take it away from them. Ira and I have a very different perspective on this than you or Brian well, or anybody else. There. We just went to yeah. Ireland. So you don't so, really care that. Much. Yeah, I don't care if they play it or they don't play it. Have fun with it. You know, we we. We know what Iron's like. It's awesome. We had a great time. Right. I hope you guys get to go. Right. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I'd like to go back. Oh, I'd like to go yeah. back too, and maybe maybe I would. But it would crush your spirit but, yeah. like it would. Like Stephanie has not stopped talking about it since it was announced, and she would be crushed. I think I'd still have to go, even if you, Florida State's you playing. You guys would just go to Ireland. They're yeah. playing Oklahoma yeah. that week. Yeah. I'm still in. I'm going to be in Ireland watching it from a bar if they have it on, which they probably wouldn't. Uh, Nathaniel Hornblower, my man, writes, With rumors swirling, I have a question. How possible is it that we settle for some extravagant buyout, say $500 million, and finance it over 30 years, and then almost immediately thereafter the revenue bubble bursts, contracts and other collections come tumbling Ooh. back to earth, and we are stuck with a gigantic 30-year bill, bill and only a fraction of the payouts with which to cover it. I need another cold beer just thinking about it. My hope, though, is that ESPN realizes we are a cornered animal that will not lie down and take this <laughs> screwing, and they facilitate yep. something more reasonable. And then he hashtagged it, hypothetical doomsday for that ass. <laughs> Their ass would be in the jackpot then. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that is, for sure. It's a legit fear. Yeah. Uh, you just, I mean, what are they going to do? Try to collect it. Good luck. Bowersaw Seymour Hoffman writes. What? Bowersauce is back? Bowersaw Seymour Hoffman, which is always one of my favorite things that he does here. Uh, I come back and write a Twitter question just to get ignored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Facebook Bauer sauce. I get That's it. Your... I get it, fellas. But it doesn't make it doesn't make it hurt any less. Can we get an update on the listener party? Atlanta is a little closer to Tallahassee than Austin. Also, how sexy are you, Corey? Mm. Yeah, thanks, Bauer. I appreciate that. And very sexy is the yeah. answer. Yeah, I think he was making fun of you. But oh, is, uh, I don't think so, but, Bauer. Yeah, so how Corey took it? I didn't get that impression I, I, at all. I knew how he'd take it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the, I, I can give you an update on this. I was consulted yesterday. Uh, about a listener party 
And I think it's going to happen in late August, guys. I, I can't announce it officially, but we, we – Oh, here in town. Here in town. Because I mean, we're going to have some stuff in Orlando, too, before the game. But right. But we'll but have something in town. Still announcements to come on that, too, Corey. Let's okay. not let the cat out of the bag. Right. right. For yes. the Jeff Cameron show, War Chant, whole, it's, it's the whole all, thing. It's, it's holistic. Yeah, it's, it's become – you know, It's holistic. It's a holistic War uh, Chant thing. It's, it's the Jeff audience. Cameron show because we did it to start. But it's, uh, since I'm working for War Chant, everybody, it's everybody. It's a great thing. And we matter, too, Ira. We matter. Absolutely. It's a celebration. It's a, we have an alliance. We do. We yeah, have. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And none of us are breaking free anytime soon. That's just the way it works. I'm going to get that Orange Theory sponsorship, though. Yeah. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I'm coming. Yeah, you're going to steal my money, huh? <laughs> yep. That's all right. I'm glad you go to Orange Theory. More people should. Good job out of you, sir. Right. Orange Theory Fitness. Two locations here in Tallahassee. Since you turned it into a promo. Well, we did what we yeah, had 30 to do. seconds. I can't read another question. We're done. Goodbye, Ira. Goodbye, Corey. Tonight, 6 o'clock on War Chant TV. Yep. Ira will be talking uh, to the board of trustees. That's right. Peter the Collins president. and Ira talking it up. I think he's Peter Collins tonight the most will Im- announce to Ira we're leaving. But he's really kind of the most important person in I got this. five seconds. Okay, goodbye. Well, goodbye. Appreciate you. Peace.